Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I need a second to talk to my guy, uh, and 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 then a second to talk to all of you as well, because it is my first opportunity in this calendar year of 2023 to say. Happy New Year. Uh, Let me start with you, my man Ephraim. Uh, Happy New Year. And thank you for holding down the fourth the last couple of weeks. I hope your holidays with your families was fantastic. And I cannot wait to chop it up as we take America into the NFL playoffs tonight on Fox Sports Radio. Happy New Year, brother. Yeah, Happy New Year to you. Uh, You know, I've I've said Happy New Year to the the world because I just uh, consistently work uh, and show up. Uh, so, you know, the world and, and, and our, our listening audience has, has heard me wish them a happy new year on New Year because, uh, you know, some of us, uh, yeah, well, yeah. you know, there's, there's yeah, that. Yeah, some of, <laughs> some, of us, some of us got things going on, you know, but I mean, now actually, I don't know if you said happy new year to the whole world because I, you I, did. I, I did. I don't, but I don't know if they were listening. They were hungover, uh, Ephraim. They uh, well, were, they I, were, they I, were look, I can't, I can't make them show up. I can show up, okay? <laughs> Just yes, like can. I can't make my partner show up. That is absolutely <clears throat> correct. Um, however, I'm good, brother. How you doing? Side, I, I'm doing fantastic. And I and the next thing I want to say to you, and and then this goes for everybody. One of the reasons I love doing the show with you. One of the reasons I, I I like you so much as a person is it is clear to anyone who spends any time around you that you're a person with a very big heart. And tonight's show, because so many things, rightfully so, have been dedicated to Demar. Hamlin Mm. over the last six days. I would like to dedicate this show to everybody who has shown and has a big heart uh, over the last six days. Now, he is at the, the, the front of that line, but so is everybody who did everything they could to save him. So are all of his teammates. So are all of the people who donated to his toy drive. So are all the people who simply sat and said a little prayer or sent good thoughts and vibes in the direction of DeMar Hamlin throughout the week. Isn't it wild, Ephraim? I was thinking about this. 
just uh, yesterday. Um, this whole story just took place. It just started six days ago. Doesn't it feel like it's been a month? Yeah, six days ago. Yeah. To be at, right? It, yeah. to, to be at a spot where the breathing tube is already out and he's posting things on social media by the time the NFL took the field again is absolutely mind-boggling and fantastic. And again, um, kudos go to so many people because of that. And, and so I wanted to start the show off by just acknowledging everybody, everybody whose head was in the right place throughout the week. Yeah, it's, um, you know, shout out to the medical staff uh, there, the Buffalo Bills medical staff, uh, the emergency, both uh, Bengals and Bills medical staff, uh, the EMT workers, the ambulance. I mean, the fact that this young man, like you said, is able to you know, be conscious and be aware and watch the game six days after something horrific like that happened is a testament to them, um, their expeditious um, answer to, to, to the peril that we we all witnessed. And, uh, you know, prayers are still out for him as he has a long uh, recovery, uh, him and yes. his family. So uh, it's exciting to, uh, to, to really – you know, hear the good news about him. And I think that's the only way that the Buffalo Bills and, and the other teams could, could really focus on, on, on playing again was to know, uh, have answers that he was uh, moving in the right direction. Now that said, there was one team that sort of caught my attention this week that, uh, that, that I want to get into. I think the NFL by and large also, and, and maybe I'm being naive here, uh, but I thought the NFL, with with the way they sort of uh, recalibrated this week, I thought they showed some heart too, which I'll explain, even though one team was not appreciative of that. So that's moments away. But it is, along with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. What I liked about what the NFL did, and look, we knew this from the beginning. There was nothing that was going to satisfy everybody. But what I thought the NFL did was they said two things. A, we want to affect as few teams as possible. So they whittled it down to four. The Bengals, the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Bills. Those are the four teams affected, and, and they left everybody else out of it. And then what they said to those four teams, this is the second part of what they did, is they said, look, we're going to give you a little bit of a platter. Each and every one of you are going to get something that's unfortunate. But we're also going to hand you something that is a bit of an undeserved opportunity. In other words, Chiefs, if you win, you're the one seed. You didn't actually deserve that because the Bills were going to be right next to you with a shot to beat you. So congrats, Chiefs. Win and in as the one seed. However, we're potentially going to rob you of the AFC title game in your home. That was true for all four teams. Yet the Cincinnati Bengals were the big dissenter in the room when the vote was taking place. They've done some odd things on social media this week, and then reports came out today that they were, quote, livid with the way that this has all worked out. And I immediately went, wait a minute, where was that heart that everybody had earlier in this week? Because the Bengals, while, yes, they may have to now coin flip, actually they don't because they won, but they would have potentially had to coin flip something with the Ravens. But they were also gifted the division championship. 
and now they went out, they won a football game, and everything is fine. I, I, I just I thought the goal for everybody, don't come out of this week and this occurrence looking like a jerk. And, and, and to me, the Bengals kind of did. Well, I think their biggest problem was that there are rules put in place, uh, not specifically for what happened, but a general, you know, if you can't play the game or, or so on and so forth. And the NFL decided that they didn't want to use the rules that were already there. They wanted to change them. I think that's what the Cincinnati, the biggest problem the Cincinnati Bengals had because instead of going off winning percentage like the rules were stating, then then you had all of the other things that the, they had voted on and, and, and implemented. And I think um, the way the, the – uh, the Bengals were thinking what was like, well, we get affected the most and we didn't do anything. So I think they were coming from a, hmm. a, a, a point of, well, the rules are there. Let's just go by the rules. They felt like to vote and change the rules when the NFL is a stickler for rules. And they even mentioned like, Whenever there is an infraction against the rule, they're fined and and things are happening. And now you want to change the rules. So I think that was the biggest gripe that they had. Like what was wrong with what was already written and in place? I guess what bothers me about that is this. What would, let's say things had been able to play out, what would the Bengals have had to do in order to clinch the division today? They would have had to win. Mm-hmm. They, they, they would have had to either and or both beat the Bills and the Ravens. They would have had to win to win the division. When the NFL walked in and said, forget that, you already won the division. But we may do this coin flip thing. The Bengals immediately go, okay, well, what do we need to do to avoid that? Win. Absolutely nothing changed. Mm -hmm. You had to win this football game in order to win your division anyway. Now you do go out and win it. And so the net effect on the Bengals is nothing. Is absolutely nothing happened at all. So that's why I was like, well, wait a minute. Just felt a little bit like a loser's mentality, quite frankly. Well, yeah, that's hindsight, though. But going into it. Yeah. Right. But I mean, going into it, it's a, like, wait a minute. We're like, we can get screwed well, here. Sure. It's, it's sure. easy and, after. And, and everybody after. can say that. Right. Right. I'm just playing devil's advocate now. I'm not saying I agree I or disagree. You. I'm just playing devil's you. advocate. Yeah. I, I like like to me, um, especially with the way it ends up playing out. And I don't know what the Ravens would have done otherwise. But it's like, look, the, the game's at home. Lamar Jackson's not even playing. Whether the last name of whoever comes in is Huntley or Brown or whatever. Like, come on, go win the football game. Like, you were on that field with the Bills six days ago when that just horrid thing unfolded in front of all of our eyes. And five days later, you've got your social media manager going to Twitter and writing, anyways, bring on the Ravens. Like, come yeah, on. I don't we're think gonna, they were directing that get... at 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 Demar. I think um, no, they're directing it at the league, right? I, well, like, I don't know. Big big picture here. Big picture. You you when 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 you get past the fact that this young man is healing and and being healthy, then you know you have a tendency to focus back on the things that are at hand. 
um, without being disrespectful or disparaging to the process that he's in, um, because you know it's you know you got to handle business, you got to get back to business, and the Cincinnati Bengals felt that they are feel that they've worked extremely hard to have the record that they have. They had an opportunity to have the number one seed. Uh, or compete for the number one seed. It didn't happen. And then when you start throwing like a coin flip, you can't have a home playoff game. Like all of that, it just seemed like a bit much in the shadow of what had transpired on Monday. Yeah, I, listen, again, I understand it. And I, I, I think we all freely admitted throughout the week, nothing here is going to be perfect. But uh, when life throws things like this at you, you have to be able to to pivot. You got to be flexible. Pivot. You got to be understanding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Great reference. Nice job. I like, Right. But don't you that like by and large, I'm like, hey, of all the things I heard on the table for the NFL, I thought they came out of there and did a pretty damn good job in an awful situation. That was me. What do you think? Look, it was going to be what it was going to be. OK, the NFL, they got together. They came up with a solution that they felt address the situation, the severity of the situation to where all parties could get back to focusing on football and and try and compete for a championship. So I'm okay with it because uh, it allowed, you know, the process to take place. Like my only concern was the health of DeMar Hamlin. And once we started getting the news, because there was a couple of days there where we didn't get any information and that's right. where you're just like, God, please, you know, please don't let this young man pass away. Uh, and so once that's once we start hearing from him and the doctors and, the, you know, one of the first things he communicated through writing when he woke up was, did we win the game? Right. That shows you the mentality of a player that shows you <laughs> that. And I, was, I, I said earlier on the show yesterday, if the doctors came into the room and cleared him 100 percent, he would have wanted to play today. You know what I mean, but that's so, that's oh totally that is the mentality of of, of uh, a professional athlete, especially an NFL player. Like you're willing to sacrifice everything for the win, and that's one of the things that uh, you know th- that we have to our coaching and doctors have to protect players from themselves because since you you know growing up and playing this game, it's never an individual game. Right, you can be the best basketball player in the world and carry your team to the championship, scoring forty-five a night. But in football, you know the quarterback's no good unless all five offensive linemen can block. Right, like it, it, this, you know, it, it, cornerbacks aren't aren't uh, that good unless the front four can get pressure on the quarterback. It all ties together. So you grow up with this 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 brotherhood and this mentality of I'll do anything to help my brothers win. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, coming up next, Aaron Rodgers is taking the field. This show's been hard on him this year. Do we need to walk any of it back based on this run? That's number one. Number two, uh, the reason I wasn't with you seven days ago, Ephraim, is because I was at a live National Football League game. And the stadium in which I sat changed the way I look 
at attending a game for all fans. This one stadium blew me away. You got to hear what happened and what I saw when I was there. We'll do all of that coming up next with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, here we go. One game left in the regular season, and it uh, it's a big one. Uh, Lambeau Field, Packers-Lions. More on that in a second. Live, TireRack.com Studios, along with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard, Fox Sports Radio. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. All right. I'm a big go toward the passion guy, and it, it sounded to me like you uh, you had some passion when I said, uh, "Do we need to walk anything back about what we uh, the shade, if you will, that has been thrown uh, toward Aaron Rodgers throughout this year?" And you immediately quipped, "No." So let me hear that passion. Why not? I, I, I mean, so this is not the internet. This is not social media. <laughs> Okay, so it, it's the, I'm, I'm, we're we're not trolls. This, we, this is our job, and our job is to report on things or have an opinion on things that are happening. Correct. Yes. And 
that's what we've done. We've reported on things and the way players have played as they currently as it currently happens. So when I look at Aaron Rodgers this year, who won back-to-back MVPs uh, the two prior years, and if I were to ask you, how many 300-yard passing games has Aaron Rodgers had <laughs> this year? Which is kind of like a like a, a symbol of being an elite quarterback and, and you know, yeah, putting a team absolutely. on your back and so on and so forth. What would be your answer to that? Well, I'm 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 cheating because I was going to throw you the exact same question exactly. a second ago. Because I so the, I already know the answer. Yes, none. It is a stunning goose egg. None. None. Right. Um, you know, 25 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Like these are these are okay. These are okay numbers. And if if Justin Fields or if uh, you know, Brock Purdy or Geno Smith, if any of them have had these numbers, we would be like, wow, they had a really good year. But when you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, who in some, you know, some people argue he's the greatest quarterback to ever throw the ball, then the criticism, you're held to a different standard. The criticism is tougher. So when we see him milling about and you lose – uh, what, seven out of eight games at a stretch in the year? Oh, you get the criticism. Mm. <laughs> you get it. Well, I, I, I do not disagree. I do not disagree. And you're right. Actually, we could go even further into the numbers if you want. I don't think it's as uh, much of a storyteller, but you're right. Not only has he not thrown a 300-yard game this year, do you know how many times he's thrown more than 255? The, uh, the answer is once. One yeah, time. like that. That to me, um, that's not all year long. Yeah, so so it, it, it's not been great play, and there's more to it with Aaron than just his play, as is always the case. Um, it is uh, to me the big story about Aaron. I sort of linked him all year to Russell Wilson in that I just cannot recall professional athletes. This is very rare. But professional athletes that are in leadership, high-level spots, where sort of after they've been around for a while, teammates will retire from the league, hmm. or when, when we start to see their play decline a little bit, and all of their ex-teammates are lined up to be like, yeah, <laughs> you're damn right, he stinks, and let me tell you something else about him, he's not a good teammate, he's a bad guy. They're not all saying that, but there have been so many saying that about Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, and, and now we get the pushback from those who, who, who see it the opposite way. But that means something to me. You're not yeah, going to take away you're not going to take away the gold jacket from either one of those players. You're not going to do it. But I'm going to remember that. that, especially in a sport like football. Like if you walk out of a room that's built the way a football room is built, and you're their leader for a decade, and people are walking out of there not liking you and not respecting you, something's wrong, man. Something's wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers has a, a a certain type of – he'll rub you the wrong way. You never had one of those friends be like, ah, he cool, but, man oh, – yeah. 
you know, he, he be tripping sometimes. Right? When you think uh-huh. you're the smartest in the room, in every room, right? In front of the media, in the locker room, with the coaches. When you feel that you're the star smartest in the room, you're usually not. And so that wears on people. So when you're not putting up 300-yard games and four touchdown games, it's like, uh, yeah, you know. And he was cool, but, you know, like when your whole family right. doesn't talk to you. <laughs> right? And like you you, you exactly. got to start you got to start piecing things together. And I'm I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, whatever's happened with him and his family, it is what it is, but I, that's rare. Right? Your brother, mom, dad, like sure. uh, eventually it's not everyone else. You know what I mean? No doubt. So I, when there's a common thread, right, it's kind of like, let's say, you know, you, you go to this company and then you go to that company and then you go to this company over there and it's the same result every time. And, and those people will come out of that experience and go, God, yeah, they, these these well, bosses well, were wrong and well, those bosses well, were wrong. Well, and these, it's like, well, wait a minute. What's the common thread here? Exactly. Maybe it's you. At case in point. They have the Lions first and goal from the five-yard line. They don't score. Like, we need the Aaron Rodgers that won the MVP. You got to score touchdowns, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're in a situation where you get three points, and it's going to be – that's been that way time and time again this year. And and I think um, we expect more from – an Aaron Rodgers. We expect more from a two-time back-to-back MVP, uh, and 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 we haven't gotten that. We've gotten a lot of finger pointing. We've gotten a lot of ostracizing young players. We've gotten a lot of non-leadership type of attitude from the supposed leader of the Green Bay Packers, and that's why, as hosts and analysts, we're hard on them because we're looking at the big picture tells me that people for a long time simply tolerated these guys and you tolerate them because they're winning because they're MVPs because you know they can help you get to where you want to go the promised land but as soon as they're not as soon as they look lesser than and Rodgers and Wilson have this year then you start to see that it was actually kind of a house of cards in their leadership ability and that that to me that that says that says a whole lot uh, about the player and about the whole program. So uh, with that said, it's either Packers or Seahawks tonight. Uh, the Packers do get an opening drive, three points. But if the Lions win tonight, that sends the Seahawks to San Francisco. If the Packers win tonight, they will be in San Francisco next weekend. Uh, we're pointing the finger right now at Steve DeSager because it's time for him to get in here and tell us everything that is trending on a busy Week 18 <laughs> NFL schedule. Hi, Steve. Hello, hey, Steve. gentlemen. We do have that first Packers drive of the night. It was 75 yards, and as you mentioned, they settle for a short field goal of 22 yards, so 3 nothing. Green Bay as they host Detroit in mid-20s temperatures. The Lions are out of the playoff picture. Remember, they started the season 1-6, and six, including four close losses, and key is that Seattle won at Detroit in October, 48-45, so Seattle's overtime win against the Rams, 19-16, gets the Seahawks. Seahawks still alive in the picture for the final playoff spot. Seahawks need Green Bay to lose tonight. It will be Seattle or Green Bay 
At San Francisco, repeat Packers will clinch the final wildcard berth with a home win tonight. Green Bay has won four in a row. They're up to eight and eight. Philadelphia clinched the one seed in the NFC and the first round by the Eagles now 14 and three. Got a home win against the Giants 22 to 16. Washington over Dallas 26-6. The Cowboys will open the postseason at Tampa Bay next weekend. San Francisco 38-13 over Arizona. The 49ers are the NFC's number two seed ahead of Minnesota due to a better conference record. San Francisco went 10-2 and against the NFC this year. Minnesota was 8-4. and Minnesota won its regular season finale at Chicago, 29-13. So the Vikings clinched their division and will host the Giants next weekend. Most notable, the Bears earned the top overall draft choice for the first time since 1947. Because for some unknown reason, the Houston Texans oh got a last-minute touchdown <laughs> and two-point conversion. <laughs> To win at Indianapolis, 32-31. The last-minute TD came on a 4th and 20 pass. I read from a Texans writer, no one in the league had converted 4th and 20, and they got that to set up the win, and the Texans finished with a record of 3-13-1. and Idiots. What is going oh. on? Atlanta and Carolina each one. Pittsburgh got a win, but Miami got a victory. The Dolphins are in. 11-6 was the final against the Jets. Dolphins got the final playoff spot in the AFC. They'll play at number two Buffalo next weekend. Buffalo's win was against New England. The Patriots are eliminated, as are the Steelers, who won today. Buffalo's win was at home, 35-23. Of course, an emotional pregame honoring their teammate who's not there, who's hospitalized in Ohio. And what do you know, they start off the game with a kickoff return for a score. And as their quarterback mentioned at the post-game press conference, for the Bills, as they honored number three, it had been three years and three months since the Bills had run back a kickoff for a score. They had two kickoff returns for touchdowns, and they beat New England 35-23. And yes, if the AFC Championship game is Buffalo-KC, it will be at a neutral site. Kansas City at 14-3 is the AFC's number one seed. KC has the first round by. Among the NBA games tonight, the Brooklyn Nets, They've won again, 102-101 at Miami. Kyrie Irving with 29 points. Nets PR says tonight's win makes it 18 victories in their last 20 games, the best 20-game stretch at any point in a season in the franchise's history. Back to you. Steve, great stuff. And uh, I'm so glad that you brought up that uh, the Texans game against the Colts. Couple more things on that, and Ephraim, I, I, like I, I just got to hear you on this. I've got to hear what you think is actually going on behind the scenes in a situation like this. But for people who did not watch this game, and why would you? But if you didn't even have red zone on, it wasn't just a fourth and twenty conversion. It was sort of a manufactured half hail mary, if you will, that a Colts defender. Oh. I don't know who it was. <laughs> He literally had the ball completely dialed, and he just sort of mistimed a leap, (laughs) if you will, and the ball went right over his hands, and Jordan Aikens is standing there like, oh, and the ball just hit him in the chest, and it's like, bang, touchdown. Then you go for two, you get it. There's still 50 seconds on the clock. The Colts can't move the ball. If you're the general manager of the Houston Texans, what exactly are you doing and how are you processing what's happening in front of your eyes from a suite you at this get, game? You about to get fired. That's if you're the general manager. I of the mean, Texans, you about to get fired because obviously 
the message wasn't received. And <laughs> you wonder why the Indianapolis, it just miraculously went through the hands of the Indianapolis DB. <laughs> Somebody understood the assignment. I'm just saying. Right. Wait a minute. Are you really? No. Do hey, you mean that? Do you mean I, the Colts missed that on purpose? I'm to, not to, saying to have... anything. Anybody did anything on purpose? I'm huh. just saying okay. what the outcome <laughs> of said uh, play and scenario would happen. That's all I'm saying. Yep. yep. One team bettered their draft position. The other team weakened theirs in di- in the division. In the, division. in the division. Like, the Colts might have just moved Bryce Young's next address. Right? It might have. Like, literally. So, it's... <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying. You know, maybe... Listen, well, I, I, I hope, like the Chicago Bears, I don't necessarily... Getting the first pick in the draft, I don't believe they should draft Bryce Young. I don't think they should take a quarterback. No, but they should take other people's phone calls. Yes, because they should they, definitely take other people's phone calls. What they d- have done to 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 Justin Fields, I mean, they should be arrested for. You can't expect this young man. I mean, he was the entire offense. I mean, he literally was the entire offense. Well, and, they, they swung and, the pendulum too far in the other direction. Don't you? Like early yeah. on, they weren't using his gifts enough. Right. And then they switched halfway through. And now they're going to, I mean, this dude, they're going to get him killed. They're going to get him killed. And so they need to really decide, okay, we need, he has the talent. We've seen it. He can throw. Um, he's progressed. He's a dynamic talent with his legs. We need to help him. We need, number one, we need receivers. We need, excuse me, number one, we need an offensive line. Number two, we need weapons. We have to be able to give him targets, like real legitimate high-level targets to throw the ball to, to take the pressure off of him, right? They got a good uh, tight end, but the offensive line was so maligned that he had no time to go through his progressions. So there are certain things that they need to do. And drafting the, uh, uh, the quarterback with the first pick in the draft is probably the last thing that they should be thinking about doing. No doubt. But look what's stacked up behind them now. And this is why if you're the Texans, the, it, like today's result would really worry me. Here is the current top 10. The Bears are number one. They've got their quarterback. Stop me when I get to the next team that definitely knows who their quarterback is next year. Like, definitely, okay? Stop me when I get to the next team who's solidified at QB next year. Number two, Texans. Number three, Cardinals. Number four, Colts. Number five, Seahawks. Number six will be the Detroit Lions. Number seven, Las Vegas Raiders. Detroit knows who their quarterback's going to be. Do they? Yeah, they they like. Jared I know he's Goff. had he's had a good year. They you, like. Jared you might Goff. be right. I think you I, might be he right. He has that Dan Campbell blue collar. Nobody wanted you. I, sure, nobody sure. like he he's played himself into a, a starting quarterback for the Detroit Lions. I, so I'll say that. So we you're we got pro- to six. You're probably right. 
Yeah, okay, but six. But then Raiders, then Falcons, then Panthers, then Eagles at number 10. So the point is, even if I give you the Lions, them and the Eagles are the only two other teams in the top 10 who are like, we got our quarterback. So all those other teams are now eligible to call the Bears and offer them a great pick and more to jump the Texans and take Bryce Young. Correct. (laughs) Way to go, Houston. (laughs) And you're right. One of those teams is the Colts. You've done it again. Way to go, Houston. <laughs> so good. So good. All right. Um, our uh, our love for teams that go for it on fourth down and in weird spots uh, may have just taken another step. The Green Bay Packers decided to go for it at their own 30 oh on fourth God, and inches in the first quarter of a 3 nothing game. So the Lions have the ball in the high red zone already. Isn't yeah, that fun? Yeah, but you don't I, even <laughs> go for it with the right type of play, right? Like you got a dynamic running game. Two big backs. You want to do a sweep handoff <laughs> to the receiver. It, it's just it sometimes great? you can overthink things, the simple things, right? I'm going to gain a yard. I'm going to take these five guys up front who eat grass, right, <laughs> and metal and iron for breakfast. I'm going to hand the ball off to my 240-pound running back, and we're going to get a yard. Or am I going to... Fancy dancy smoke and mirrors sweep. That's the yeah. problem. Fancy dancy, definitely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. oh, we're I, in Green I Bay. Exactly it's the frozen mean. tundra. Seriously, let's line up and Lions. just grind it. Like, what, what, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. You're you're losing is probably what what they'll do. Uh, they're still up three nothing. It's early, but the Lions threatening. We'll keep you up to date live from the TireRack.com studios. Already from uh, the stadium that changed the fan experience forever in my mind. Coming up next on Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go, rocking and rolling into the NFL playoffs almost, and there is so much to get to. Uh, even listening to that Lamar Jackson conversation with uh, with Jason and Mike uh, during that break, uh, would love to ask you about that too and, and where that mystery is going. So we'll do that coming up in a little bit. But I wanted to share this with you, Ephraim. Uh, the reason that I could not be with you last week Um, was because I was in attendance at the San Francisco 49ers Las Vegas Raiders game at Allegiant Stadium, Las Vegas, Nevada. Have you ever been there before? Uh, No. Okay. Oh, my God. This place is something. They did an amazing job, and there are a lot of great stadiums out there, but from the stage that's in the stands – that housed Ice Cube and Too Short at halftime from the sight lines to the view uh, out the glass windows on one side of the stadium that show Las Vegas, Nevada, and the Strip. There's just a showmanship to the whole thing that was incredible. But all of that, let's put that over here for a second. This is what got my attention. And maybe I'm just not very well-traveled. I don't know. But you tell me if other stadiums around the country are doing this because I know the 49ers stadium is not doing it, and I don't know any stadium in any sport that's doing it. I left at the first quarter break, and uh, my girl had asked for some nachos, Ephraim. I said, all right, I'm going to go get you some nachos. 
And then while I was there, I'm like, you know what? I got a buddy at home who's a big Raider fan. So give me one of them uber special um, souvenir Raider water bottles. We get the water, but then we also get to keep the bottle. And it says, just win, baby, on the inside of it. So I got a super uh, fancy souvenir water bottle. And then we got the nachos. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm hungry. Let's get some protein in this body. So uh, give me a hot dog. And I get back to the seat with nachos and a hot dog and an uber fancy Raiders souvenir water bottle. What do you think I paid? Uh, for, for everything or just the water the bottle? The whole thing. Yeah, no, the water bottle, the nachos, the hot dog. 50 bucks. Allegiant Stadium. 50 bucks. Okay, that's uh, about what my girl guessed. Said the same. She said, well, about uh, $47. Said, yeah. It was 13. What? $13, Ephraim. 13 decimal point zero zero dollars because everything that is sort of snack style, if you will, if it's not an alcoholic beverage or if it's not your premium food item, if you're not going over to the carvery over here, everything from sodas to nachos to hot dogs to soft pretzels, all of it is like being at a youth sporting event Everything is $3. Some of them are two. Whoa. And and all of a sudden, it just hit me. We know all about people getting priced out of professional sporting events. This is something we think about and talk about a lot. But I was like, it's not the tickets. It's not even really the parking because you have ways around that Uber public transportation. It's the in-game experience that's making it so that people can't afford it. Sure, tickets are tough, but I feel like people can sort of wrap their, their, their head around that. They're like, I can save up for the ticket because the game is like, that's the thing. But it's like the fact that I got to spend another $300 so that everyone Just can get fed eat. and taken care of. Yeah. Right. That's what I was like, this is amazing. Wow. That's if pretty- you could do that everywhere, I would be going to games all the time. That's pretty great. That's that's. Is this happening other places, and I just don't know this? No, it is not. <laughs> I can promise you couldn't, that it is not. believe it. Happening other places. That's a a heck of a heck of a marketing tool. Y'all, man. Bucks. Y'all, you buy the ticket, come eat on us. Yeah, yeah, and and especially Vegas, like it's not a kid environment very it much. Is a lot not. of adults in the stands yeah. at that game, right? But if you did want to bring your kids and you're like, yeah, I'd like to get a beer, but can I get my kid a nacho or a pretzel? You can do this with a $20 bill. How expensive were the seats? Um, not cheap. Okay. Not go. cheap, but not cheap. Not okay. cheap. Well, yes. No, no, not, okay. All right, well. not cheap. <laughs> They're going to get the money out of you. You, 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 you spend it on chips wow. so you can spend it on seats. The only thing that was bad about this stadium is the fact that, you know, nobody's driving to the game in Las Vegas. Right. There's not like a parking lot where you're like, oh, where'd we leave the car? You, you, you get out and you get to choose. You want an Uber lot, which is going to be like an hour and a half wait, or do you want to stand in the line that's walking across the platform to the Mandalay Bay? 
I mean, like an hour after the game, we're still standing there. Oh, no. You just can't get anywhere. Yeah. But I was like, hey, not, nachos were only three bucks. So that was good. With you from Salam, Mark Willard. We'll get into the Lamar Jackson situation coming up next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, Ephraim, I have questions. I'm going to take the biggest of those questions, and I'm going to put it right over here for just a second. We'll get to that in a few. But I have a smaller question first, although to at least one player uh, whose team is going to the playoffs next week, it might be the actual biggest question. I'll explain as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I feel like you and I have had a number of healthy conversations this year about the head coach of the Los Angeles don't call them that they're the San Diego Chargers and Brandon Staley so I just heard DeSager talk about the back injury suffered by Mike Williams I don't know the severity of it but he did leave the field on a cart now the Chargers lost their game against the Broncos today which dropped them from the five seed all the way down to the five five seed So, what on God's green earth are all of those starters doing in there late in the game trying to rally and and grind out a victory that ended up meaning absolutely nothing at all? What, like, what was that? See, that's the type of thing. Now, if Mike Williams is not going to be available for the playoffs and the Chargers lose in the first round of the playoffs, that is what gets you fired. Along with the tremendous amount of missteps you've had in terms of coaching, uh, this this is what happens, right? When you're put in a position to have your fifth seat locked up, 
Like the fact that Justin Herbert was in that game and threw 37 passes, I was like, uh, I was watching the game. Like, this is this seems weird. But what it did was it made me feel like I didn't know what was going on. So I had to continuously recheck did the Chargers need to win this game. I was like, okay, so there must be something. They they must have an opportunity to move up. I somehow I didn't know how because Kansas City won the division. So I was thinking to myself, okay, it must be something. What am I missing? And I wasn't missing anything. Nope. Like that that type of behavior. If he if he is Mike if Mike Williams is not available, would you need him to be to have a shot? Then you you can that's what gets you fired. That's Seriously, that's what I mean, gets you fired. Here, totally. Here here's the timeline of events on this one because I think a lot of people were looking at this going, okay, the Ravens and the Chargers have the same record. You knew that the Chargers had the tiebreaker, but you didn't know to what level the Ravens were going to be going for it earlier in the day. So all week long, the assumption was the Chargers are going to play their guys because they want that five seed rather than the six seed in a trip to Cincinnati. And I'm like, okay, that, that makes sense. But then the Ravens came out somewhere overnight. It became evident that the Ravens were going, you know what? Let's go with our third string quarterback. Let's do that. Let's play with our third string quarterback. Because I woke up and I looked at the lines for the day, Ephraim. And all of a sudden, the Broncos, much maligned, are three-point favorites. Uh, Now, why are the Broncos a favorite? I go, something's going on here. Clearly, the Chargers are are not going to try for this game then the Ravens go out on the field they start losing all over the place and they've got their third string quarterback in there and the line goes from three all the way up to six and I go okay now the Chargers like because someone always knows something right I said well the Chargers that must mean that Justin Herbert is not gonna play I think what happened is Vegas and all the fans and everybody involved just assumed that the Chargers would at least do what the Bucks did, which is go get your guys a little movement. That's fine. Give them a quarter, play it like a preseason game, and then get them out of the game. It's not what they did. They went full bore. So not only lost a player, but probably lost some confidence as well because they went full bore and gave the worst offense in the history of the world 31 points. Like, I, I don't know. And now you're going into a Jacksonville uh, situation. Man. They're as hot as Boy. anybody not named San Francisco in the Ooh, whole NFL, wee. right? Like I, d- this is about as to be a usual, problem. there are just things with Brandon Staley. I don't understand, bro. I just tripping, don't understand. Man. He uh, he can't figure it out. And I tell you what, man, they' about to be put in a situation where they're going to Jacksonville. And they feeling real good about themselves. I, I I mean, Trevor Lawrence is showing up and showing out. That defense, whew, this is going to be a, a, a serious. Don't let the nine and eight fool you. Uh uh-uh. uh. 
You know, so this is this that's going to be a good game. Two um, young quarterbacks. Yep. Their first time in the postseason. One goofy coach. <laughs> right? And one seasoned veteran who changed the culture of a much maligned Jaguar organization. This And has won a Super Bowl before. And has won a Super Bowl before. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I, are the are the odds out yet? Because I'd like to see. That's a good question. You know, I'd like to see what what you know who's favored and by how much it, it, in in that situation. Because I know I, where I'd put my money, and I'd love um, Justin Herbert. I do have some odds. All right, I do have the spread on that game. What do you think it is? I think it's Jacksonville by four. Minus four. Um, the Chargers are a two-point favorite oh, in this football game. Somebody about to make some money. That's that's the opening line. That's the opening line. Um, there are a handful of games we know. There are a handful of games we don't know, obviously, as we're waiting for, I guess we shouldn't say a handful of games. There's, there's the 49er one. opponent. Right. Yeah, there's the 49er opponent that, uh, that we know. I have the rest of the numbers. They are all established. Um, the Chargers are a two-point favorite at Jacksonville. The Buffalo Bills are favored by 11, hosting the Miami Dolphins. We don't know about the Dolphins' quarterback situation. Right. The Dallas Cowboys are a three-point favorite at Tampa Bay. Oh, you somebody going to make some money. <laughs> well, I love that you say that. That's true about every game. Like somebody. <laughs> no, nah, but it is. Somebody going to make some, a, a lot of money going the other way. Right. Why? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you liking there? Tampa Bay. You do. Tampa Bay. It's so funny. It's so funny. I think I it, in the moment I think I agree with you, and it's funny because for the last six weeks I'm like, I take whoever the hell's playing Tampa Bay. That team can't get 13 points. But it, there, there's first of all something about Tom still in the fourth quarter, and he's starting to look I, I almost better than he did early in the season. And Dallas. What 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 happened there? Hey man, what are they doing? What I'm telling you is this: you betting against Tom Brady in in, in, in the wild card playoff game? Hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. They they treaded yeah. water to get to this point. We all know there's a different time that comes out in the postseason. I mean, that's not a um, that's not or spe- just, speculatory. That's that's a yeah, that's just, a real thing. Just when it matters, like I mean, yeah. even even in this regular season, when there's three minutes to go, it's like, oh, there he is. They, we, they haven't scored all game, but yeah. then poof, here's two touchdowns and we win. Like he did it a bunch of times. So so that's yeah at home. Yeah, no, at home. Get some at of that home. money. Get that money. Uh, all right, just for fun, let me see if you uh, how close you can get on the last two. First of all, uh, Baltimore doesn't need to travel far. They can just go back to their hotel rooms if they want. They're staying right there in Cincinnati. What do you think the spread is of that game? Mm, uh, I think it's – well, do we know if Lamar Jackson is playing or not? That's going to have a huge impact we, on the spread. We shall ask that question in a moment. Okay, but, so but let's just say – Somebody somebody must think they know because there's a number that you – like you can go ahead and play it right now. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I would say Cincy by three and a half. It is Cincinnati by six. Mm. Well, they know that Lamar's think, not playing there. You think that's – okay, so more on that in a second. What do you think? Minnesota and the New York Giants. 
is I, the last one. I think it's Minnesota by two and a half. Bang, bang, right on the number. Yep. That's it. Minnesota minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there are your numbers for the games we know. Um, but there is one big mystery, and it's not just a mystery for week one of the playoffs. It's a mystery for the last six weeks of our lives, and in theory, it may well be a mystery for next year and beyond. Hmm. Uh, are we heading into the highest of stakes poker match? Maybe we already have been between Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Let's get into that coming up next. What is happening? What has happened? What's happening next? That's around the corner with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, football fans. Be sure to tune into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM on Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff. That's right. Tune in Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. Take it live all the way to kickoff. Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app presented by BetMGM. And we're coming to you live. TireRack.com studios. That's Ephraim Salam. I'm Mark Willard. Look, I'll just open-end it to you right away. And let, let's kick this around. What, what the hell is going on with Lamar Jackson? Hmm. What do you think? Um, I think... He is really trying to prove a point. Uh, I think the point was already known in terms of his value to the team. Um, and the games that he's played, uh, it's 2,200 yards, uh, 17 touchdowns, seven interceptions, but he also has 764 rushing yards and three touchdowns. So that's 20 touchdowns uh, versus seven uh, turnovers. And I think this is his way of saying, you're going to have to pay me what I was asking for or this is going to get ugly. Meaning, of course, if they don't want to agree to terms, they can franchise tag him. And I don't think he'll play. You got to remember, he's representing himself. So there's no one saying, hey, let's do this and do it like this. And then maybe boom, on the other end, um, there's no middle ground when you don't have a, 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 a spokesperson. They, the team can't come out and, and, and say the things to him uh, that they would say to his agent, right? Like, sometimes Lamar is too hmm. reckless. We don't want you – know, you, you can't say that to Lamar. Right. Right? And Lamar is coming from a standpoint of, well, we, this would be – we wouldn't be having playoff conversations or anything uh, without me being there. I was MVP. And he's right. Both sides are Right. And this is a situation where I don't know. I, I guess he's not playing in the playoffs. He's saying I am not going to risk injury or further injuring myself without a long, long-term deal. So you guys figure it out. So now we're at an impasse. We're at a situation where the Buffalo. I mean, excuse me. The uh, wow, they missed a the field goal. Ah, these kickers today. Ooh, that's why I left. Oh boy. Ah, kickers. Yep, that's why I left. Obviously, kickers. <laughs> yeah, these kickers, man. 
Um, uh, it, it's a situation where Lamar feels like he's putting himself out there on the line, not being compensated the way he wants to be compensated, and he's going to stick to his guns. It's wild, man, and I, I, I wonder what the locker room feels about it because I have so many questions. You know, I know that the the brotherhood, the fraternity uh, would support him and understands what he's saying and the point that he's trying to drive home and certainly drive prices up, and every player is going to be in favor of that. But it also feels like he is leaving a team on an island when they're about to go to the playoffs and, and, and try to go win. So I wonder, and I also wonder, wh- 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 you sort of made it sound like this might have been the plan all along. I, I, I don't know if I can wrap my head around that or if that's even what you meant, but, but I, you wonder if this was a situation where it was like, look, he's playing right now, and you know that if he suffers major injury, then, wow, he, he's really taking a risk, right? And so he did suffer an injury. Maybe it's not the biggest of injuries, but maybe that rattled his cage to be like, ugh, little reminder, Lamar, like you, you're not covered. You haven't signed the big deal yet. And so when he got the moderate injury, was that enough to make him go, you know what, I, I, I just I can't. I can't push this. I can't go out there. Yeah, I think that was a reality check. I think he realized that, oh, hmm, if I hurt myself, hurt myself, it is really going to chip away at my value long term, which, I I mean, I don't necessarily think that is, but let me ask you this. We talked about, you know, the draft picks and, the you know, the Bears having first, you know, first pick in the draft, so on and so forth. Um, let me ask you this. Yeah. Would you, if you were the Bears, hmm. <laughs> trade for Lamar Jackson and offer up Jalen, I mean, uh, uh, Justin Fields, your first round draft pick, your first pick in the draft, and I, you know, it would be something else. But would you entertain that? Ooh, that's pretty good, huh? Got the cap, got, got the cap space to do it. Because obviously, what you're saying is going to then is going to force some someone whoever acquires them is going to have to pay him. Of course. They definitely have, have the cap space, space to do, to do it. it. Yes. They got they got a hundred million dollars in cap space. So, so there's no So would you listen, I uh, as the Bears <laughs> take a flyer on you know, or keep Justin Justin Fields and try to build around him, or would you go for a known MVP super talent quarterback? I mean Without really sitting down and going too deep into every single parameter here, my initial response is, oh, hell yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would be doing right now. As oh, a, as a, hell as a yes. Chicago like, GM. Like the, well, it, look, there's a rule, and, and that is if you can get your hands on one of those guys. You get your you hands on it. one of those guys. 
usually there's two things that are going on here. Usually those guys, and when I say those guys, call it a top seven or eight established quarterback in the NFL, they're not available. Nobody lets them go. Ever. You, 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 don't, you don't do that, right? And, and the only other way you can get it is through the draft, and you're just guessing. Mm-hmm. You, you, you don't know when you – even the Chiefs did not know. They thought – Right? Like, yeah, let's move up big time. We're enamored with Patrick Mahomes. And they were right, but you never know. You don't know for sure. I mean, you know, look at the team I cover. They moved heaven and earth to move up in the draft, to replace Jimmy Garoppolo with what they thought was going to be the next big thing. And it I, I don't not. know that he's not. But, but, but we, we won't find like, out anytime soon. We're probably he's probably not even going to get the job next year now with what's unfolded, right? I mean, it turns out you may find your guy, and he's not. He's I don't think he's shown anything that would suggest he's a top seven or eight quarterback, certainly not anytime soon, but he's damn serviceable, and they got him with the last pick in the draft. So the rest of it is just complete guesswork. If you're asking me if I can get my hands on a known commodity at quarterback – my answer is always going to be yes. I would be working on that deal if I'm Chicago right now. Obviously, <laughs> it's there's a sense of uh, of there's a fractured relationship with Lamar and Baltimore, right? It would seem so. I would start preparing myself to. I mean, Justin Fields is you know similar talent in terms of his running ability, and you don't have to switch the offense back to just a pocket passer. It would actually probably help Justin Fields. Um, But then, you know, Lamar gets to go and, you know, God help him behind that offensive line in Chicago. I mean. But that, well, you know, that the, these are the types of things that you have to now start thinking about as, as if you're the Baltimore Ravens. It's obviously not going white, right? No, not so far. Not not so far. Well, and that that would be my other question, though. The only hesitation I would have is that I've always believed that as much as quarterback is the most important position in sports, it is also more contextual than we give it credit for. The example I always use being Kurt Warner, right? He's Hall of Fame talent with the Rams. And he was pretty much a Hall of, Ta- Hall of Fame talent with the Cardinals. And wedged in between, he was junk with the New York Giants. Why? I don't know. They're, 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 like, it didn't have pieces around him. You got to have the right coach. You got to have this, that, the other. You're talking about the Bears' offensive line, which is no good. Their receiving core is, is also no good. The Bears have nothing around Fields. So the two questions would be, what if the Bears surrounded Justin Fields with the Ravens? <laughs> would he actually be just as good as Lamar? Or the second question, what if Lamar were on the Bears? Would he look like Lamar? And I actually don't know the answer to those questions. Right. So, you know, this thing could get spicy. You know, obviously, if you're Baltimore, you get, you know, real assets back. Like real ones. So you get the first uh, first pick in the draft, and you get a quarterback who right. was, you know, a- and plus whatever other compensation, you probably get another, you know, another 
second round pick, whatever that is. But now you can say, okay, let's move forward. So I tell you what, the Bears, yeah, the Bears already now feel like maybe one of the most, if not the most interesting teams of the of the offseason. Justin Fields, the number one overall pick, and a hundred million dollars in cap space. That is uh, that's a recipe for a whole lot of drama. Uh, it's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Now, Steve DeSager time. Let's get him into the conversation and find out what is trending on a busy week 18 night. The final game of the NFL's regular season going on at Cold Green Bay tonight. Approaching the two-minute warning, nearing halftime. Packers up 9-3 over Detroit. The background here is that the Lions are out of the postseason picture because Seattle won at home in overtime, 19-16 against the Rams. The Packers will clinch the final wildcard berth with a win, and again, they're leading. Seattle still alive at the moment. They need Green Bay to lose tonight. It will be Seattle or Green Bay at San Francisco in the postseason next weekend. Packers up 9-3 at the two-minute warning right now. Remember, they, in their own end, went for it on fourth and one early in the game and were stopped. Well, the Green Bay offense past midfield just had a fourth and six. And, of course, Aaron Rodgers got him to jump offside. So then they went for it fourth and one and converted. Green Bay continues its drive when we come back from the two-minute warning. A 9-3 lead on three Mason Crosby field goals, including a short one. They settled for a field goal after having a first and goal on the first drive of the night. Philadelphia clinched the one seed in the NFC, beating the Giants. Washington over Dallas. The Cowboys will open the postseason at Tampa Bay next weekend. Tampa Bay lost its finale for what it's worth at Atlanta. The Bucks did not play their starters the whole game. San Francisco beat Arizona. The Niners are the two seed in the NFC ahead of Minnesota due to better conference record. Minnesota was a winner at Chicago. The Bears earned the top overall draft choice as Chicago lost again. And Houston won 32-31 at Indianapolis <laughs> on a last-minute touchdown on 4th and 20 and a two-point conversion to win. So let me get this straight. Yesterday, there's the NFL Network report of the Texans will evaluate Coach Lovey Smith's job status as soon as the season over. It's up in the air. Okay, and then Lovey gets the last-minute touchdown and goes for two and gets the win. So there you go. It's the Texans finishing 3-13-1, Chicago 3-14, and and getting the number one overall selection. Cincinnati beat Baltimore in Cincinnati, and guess what? The Bengals will host Baltimore again next weekend in the postseason. Ravens quarterbacks Tyler Huntley and Lamar Jackson were out due to injuries today. Pittsburgh won, but they're eliminated, same as New England lost and is eliminated. That New England loss was 35-23 at Buffalo as the Bills' Naeem Hines had two kickoff returns, four touchdowns. Miami is in. The Dolphins got the final playoff spot in the AFC, 11-6 the final against the Jets. The go-ahead field goal came in the final half minute. The Dolphins will play at number two seed Buffalo next weekend. Carolina 10-7 winners on a last-second field goal at New Orleans and Denver beat the Chargers by a field goal, but Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams left with a back injury. 
college football's national title games in L.A. tomorrow night. Number one Georgia, 14-0 against TCU. And TCU star running back Kendra Miller said yesterday he has a sprained MCL and is questionable for this game. By the way, Georgia was ranked number three in the preseason polls. Alabama and Ohio State were 1-2. TCU was not in the preseason top 25. Didn't get a single vote. And finally, in the NBA, Brooklyn, a one-point winner at Miami, 102-101 on a late putback. But Kevin Durant of the Nets left with a knee injury as someone fell into him in this game. Back to you. All right, Steve, thank you very much. Yes, it is death, taxes, and the Packers playing the 49ers in the playoffs. That's how it works. And speaking of which, I wonder if we want to continue our game, Ephraim, because I have right here in front of me what the spreads in Santa Clara next week would be, Mm. depending on who the opponent is. It's either the Seahawks or the Packers. Uh, What say you? What do you think the number would be if Green Bay hangs on and wins tonight and goes to San Francisco next week? It'd be uh, San Francisco uh, by three and a half. San Francisco by three and a half. half. Wow. You are uh, potentially undervaluing a team that's won 10 football games in a row. The 49ers uh, would be seven and a half. Oh, that's that's good. Seven and a half point favorites over the Green Bay Packers next week. Mm. Um, Again, these are just opening lines. They would move based on how people react. Brock Purdy over Aaron Rodgers. He pretty good, Ephraim. He pretty I, good. I, you know. Hey, man. Um, hey, hey, that kid's pretty good. <laughs> what do you think the number would be if these plucky Detroit Lions yank the playoffs from Aaron Rodgers and give it to the Seattle Seahawks? What do you think the number would be? Uh, 14. Ooh, now we're going too far in the other direction. <laughs> what, 10? It's 10. Uh, the it's, number, it's 10. It's right. It's 10. The number would be 10. 10. The, the number would be 10. It's yes. always, it's, yes. it's never number. over in the playoffs. It's always 10. It's always 10. Like well, that's, that, I, I and la- the, I, the 10 in playoffs is like four, like 14 in regular season. Yeah, agreed. I actually, it's funny. I feel like we had this conversation earlier this year. Um, and I had it with a buddy of mine today. We're out at my son's flag football game, and he's a New Yorker, and he's talking about the New York Giants today, and obviously they were going to bench a lot of their starters. But I was like, man, I know that they're going to, you know, no Daniel Jones and stuff, but but Philly minus 16? Good God. Like, there shouldn't be an NFL game <laughs> where the spread is 16. Like, that, that just should not exist. And he's like, I don't know, man. Like, they're not going to play any of their people. I go, I know, but they're these are all still people they're who are trying professional to put something athletes. on film. They're athletes. Right, they're trying to put something on film out there. You don't put bad stuff on tape. This whole tanking thing is an upstairs conversation, not a downstairs conversation. These are Jalen Hurts hadn't played in three weeks. I'm like, 16? Good God, that's a lot of points. And wouldn't you know it, the, the Giants almost flirted with coming back and winning that game. Yeah, they, they did. Um, it, those double digits, it, it's, it's double digit spreads in the NFL, man. That's like, I don't know, man. You always yeah. take you always take the underdog <laughs> on those. You make a lot of money doing just do just that rule alone. That's just that's that rule said, alone. You, th- you make a lot of money. I, I think. I think. It, uh, the, all that said, I agree with you. Usually, <laughs> that said, about one minute after this game ends tonight, 
I think we might find a little room in our wallet to put something on the 49ers <laughs> no matter who the hell they're playing next yeah, that's week. That's true. My, my hey, God. Look, I, I, you look, know what man, I mean? Let me, let's, and we, we were, we've been together on this Brock Purdy journey. Okay. Like yep. we witnessed it up close and personal. We're here. We're talking about it. We've been talking about it since he took over. And yep. look here, man. You can say whatever you want to say. But, I mean, how many games has he played this year? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games? Um, No, it's a little less than that. Less than that, less. He was in spot duty earlier, so it's six. Six games. Yeah, he came in in against the Dolphins, so he has now started started one, two, three, four, five, five, but he played the majority of the other one, too. Niners, I think, were down seven to three when he came in against the Dolphins. So give him six. Give yeah. him six. I mean, he's six, he's and, six 0. and zero. And by the way, number of times in those six games they've scored less than thirty points. One. I mean, this is ten touchdowns and six one games. time. Four for only four picks. No multiple pick games. Like. I don't care who you're playing, you know, 33 against the Dolphins, 35 against the Bucks. They're on the road in Seattle. And, oh, by the way, that's the game where he had to throw the ball around in the hotel before the game, before they would even let him play. They even said they planned to send him out there and bench him by the third quarter. He was so hurt. Uh, they still go out and beat the Seahawks, score 21. Then he's healthy again against the Commanders, 37, the Raiders, 37, today, 38. Oof, this kid. <laughs> hey, and, 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 you know, it's not all him, I, right? They got a lot of stuff on that offense. No, but, but we've seen oof. them have a lot of stuff on the offense and not have the success with certain quarterbacks, right? Uh-huh. I'm just saying. <laughs> so to say, well, you know, they got this and they got that, you still need someone to facilitate. You still need someone to be able to make the throws, and you still need someone not to be able to turn the ball over. Am I am I accurate in that? Um, you are accurate. Uh, let's see. How many games in a schedule? 17, right? 17. So that means they played six with him. Six with him. Yep. 11 without him. How many times have they gone north of 30 with him? Five out of six. Yes. How many times did they go north of 30 without him? Four out of 11. Okay. Oxy-dokey. So. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm looking at the wrong line. Three oh. out of 11. Okay, well, that just got worse. Three out of So 11. what I'm saying is, yes, they do have a stacked team. They do have a dy- – Christian McCaffrey was – we talked about this. Remember when we were on air and Christian McCaffrey was said to be on the trading block? Uh-huh. And I said yep. to you, I said, you was like, what, like – you know, you asked me a question like who, like what's the market for Christian McCaffrey? And I said a team. It was actually the wrong team, but it was the same sentiment. Remember, I said, you don't think Kansas City w- would want Christian McCaffrey? And you were like, oh, <laughs> right? So <laughs> right. you look at a team that is built to win a championship and you add a piece like Christian McCaffrey? 
Brother, you. Brother, we, you, you don't even need to make the point. The, you the, cooking the, the with gas. Make the, yeah, the standings make the point for you. They sprinkled him in against the Chiefs. His first start was the next week against the Rams. You want to know what their record is after that? Uh, 10 and 0. Probably 10 and 0. Yeah, that's 10 and 0. 10 and 0 since they started. And you got to remember, they didn't have Debo for what, four of, yep. four of those games? Yep. Yep, that's correct. <sighs> All right, so. Uh, I, I, I'm going to give you one team in each conference coming up next. Team to beat, you got to answer me definitively. One team in each conference is coming up next. That's Ephraim Salama, Mark Willard, and it's Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare okay it's the tyrac.com studios make your selection man team to beat afc nfc in the afc Obviously, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I think the danger of of Patrick Mahomes is a real thing, and not in not having Tariq Hill capturing the number one seed. That you know that was the big question mark. Can he be as dynamic? I mean, he's going to be the MVP of the league. He's got more yards from scrimmage than any uh, player in in NFL history uh this year uh beating drew Brees, so uh i believe just that alone it's kansas city in the afc in the nfc for my money it's the san francisco 49ers i Mm. think their defense puts them over any other team because their defense is mean, man. Their defense is mean. They're stingy. And there's a huge compliment to their offensive weapons and their offensive play calling. It's a real complete team. If Brock Purdy was a first-round draft pick instead of the last pick in the draft last year, if he was the 10th pick in the draft or whatever that was, we wouldn't even be having this question. We wouldn't even be, right? This wouldn't even be a, a, a conversation. 
if they were the right. Like we wouldn't even be talking about it. As a former seventh round draft pick, I don't look at draft status because I know it has no true bearing on every player. Mm-hmm. I started every game my rookie year, including the Super Bowl. Nobody saw that but me happening. So that's the mentality that I look at these young men who are put in these situations who and who capitalize and maximize their opportunities. I don't care where you were drafted. If you can play, you can play. And this young man can obviously play. What say you? I tell you what. Your NFC take, to me, feels accurate across the board. Um, save a crazy weather situation in Philadelphia three weeks from now. Even that, I don't know if that wouldn't favor the 49ers. I'm not, I, I'm not sure. But I have a hard time right now believing that anyone other than the Philadelphia Eagles can even give the 49ers much trouble, mm-hmm. um, especially because anyone other than the Philadelphia Eagles would have to do it on the 49ers' home field. I have a hard time seeing the Niners not at least getting to the NFC title game and, and, and liking their chances there. So I'm going to buy your take there. The, AF, the AFC is different now. This is interesting because the AFC – has multiple teams that can sort of play one another at a Goliath versus Goliath level. We watched the Bills play the Chiefs, went down to the last second. We watched the Bengals play the Chiefs last year and this year. Bengals got that. And so those three teams, I'd be very, very surprised if it's any one of someone other than those three teams. Um, but Of those three teams now, Ephraim, if I'm looking at who is the least complete, as you say, of the three, I give that to the Kansas City Chiefs. They're the most dynamic offensively. I'll give you that, even though all three of them are dynamic. But, man, here's my take. The Chiefs' defense is going to bite them in these playoffs. That's always the case. That's why I'm saying, remember 13 seconds? Remember that? Yep. Yep. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the, the yep. Chiefs defense. That was Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. Okay? So yep. as long as there's he can, t- 10 seconds on the clock, you get I what get I'm it. saying? That's why I put I them know. there. Okay. Go ahead. I know. The other, the other team can score 42, and then they can play ring around the rosy and score 45. Hey, I know. Man, I'm just saying. <laughs> But I believe this time against these opponents, I believe it's going to bite them in these playoffs. I'll take I'll take Buffalo. I'll take Buffalo as the team to beat in the AFC. By the way, ring around the rosy, disrespectful or cool. We'll do that coming up. Okay, unpopular opinion alert. I'm giving you fair warning. At least I think it will be. Ephraim, I want to know what you think about it. I'll toss you at it. Uh, toss it at you in just a second. We're halftime of the Sunday night game. The Packers lead 9-6. to six, Everything on the line at Lambeau. Packers either win and head to San Francisco or the Seattle Seahawks will start making travel plans to make their way to a division rival. All of that to unfold 
as we continue here live. Fox Sports Radio broadcasting from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. So, with the story that came out earlier today, Ephraim, that Sean McVay's future with the Rams is totally up in the air. And this is not surprising because we've heard that it was headed that direction. It almost went that way last year. But it's not just McVay. It's Aaron Donald. It's Matthew Stafford. There are tons of questions for the Rams, and it feels like it's going to be an incredibly long rebuild. The thought is the Rams sold their soul. And not really. They just actually sold all their draft picks. But people will say that. They sold out. They gave up everything. They said, forget the future. We want every big name. Jalen Ramsey, Vaughn Miller, on and on. Big money, big names, the relocation, and they win the Super Bowl. But if you have to do a four- to five-year rebuild the following year, my question is, is it worth it? And I feel like almost every fan, and I'm not talking about the eyes of a player. I know what a player would say. But through the eyes of a fan, I feel like most would say, yeah, it's worth it. And I guess that's where my unpopular opinion comes in. Because I don't think it is. Like, to me, what I want out of my team is annual relevance. I want you to be in this damn thing every year, and I will take my chances that at some point that knocks you over the finish line. If every time you're telling me I win a Super Bowl, I got to go through five years of dreck like Rams fans watch this year, I don't think that's a great trade. I really don't. You are probably in the minority with that train of thought. Yes. It is so hard I agree. to win a Super Bowl or a championship or anything like that. If you have the opportunity to do it, then you seize that opportunity. Right? Like you seize the opportunity to do that because you don't know when it's coming again, if it is. You can be like, no, I want to be relevant. Green Bay, how long has Green Bay been relevant every every postseason since Aaron Rodgers yeah. been there? How long? Oh gosh, twelve years. Yeah, how many? I mean, they've been relevant the whole time. How many championships? They had far before that. How many championships they got with Rodgers or far? What Rodgers? One. Well, you know what? Mm. Let's combine both of them. Okay, two. So that's <laughs> thirty years. <laughs> right? Listen, this is yeah, where, this well, is real. Hold on. Wait a minute. That's 30 years of being relevant. And in that 30 years, you got two championships. You mean to tell me the heartbreak of having the MVP on your team, having home field advantage in the playoffs, and losing is different than not making the playoffs or, you know, trying to figure it out? Or would you take a championship every five now. years? Hold on. That. Now, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. a championship every five years is not what I said. 
because the Rams did it a certain way, and how many championships do they have in the last 30 years? They have same. The same, same amount. That's exactly right. That's right. But so if what they I'm didn't do it, is, if they didn't right? do it, we wouldn't even be talking about a championship. You're right. You're right. But I'd much rather do it the Packers way. I no, would much, I would much rather do that. Yeah. Do like that. There, there's a fundamental sort of flaw in, in, in our entire argument here, because I'm not disagreeing with your premise that if you have a chance, you go all out. What I'm suggesting instead is that there's a different way to go about capitalizing on that. And, and your question about whether or not the disappointment is different, like we're the one seed just last year, the Packers were the one seed. And then the snow came, the Niners blocked a punt and knocked us out. Out. We had the buy and then we lost. Is that disappointment worse, better, or the same than going four and thirteen? It's worse. To me, I disagree. I think you know it's why way it's better. Worse? I would. You know why it's why? worse? Because the expectations are higher. That's what, no. Yes, that's that's why but, it's worse because you expect. After having home field advantage, after all of this, the mystique of Lambeau Field, you ex- Aaron Rodgers, the MVP, you expect to be in the Super Bowl. You expect to win that game. The expectation is the thing that drives you over the edge. I do not disagree. Although disappointment <laughs> is a part of life, and I would take that over four boring months. Like, do you know what it ha- – like, when you go 4-13, and 13, uh, right? Like, you're sort of suggesting to me that I'd rather be the Browns than the Packers. Why would I do that? Like, I would much rather – it's the classic question of is it better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. Give me the playoffs every year or almost every year, even if it, it leads to some disappointment. I'd much rather that than have to go through extended period of irrelevance, bore, bad quarterback play, all the things that happen with a lot of these other franchises. Like, here's a good comp. And, and I'm going to go ahead and admit a bias right now. You know where I live and you know the team I grew up following. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, would I rather, would I rather right now, today, would I rather be the 49ers or the Rams as a fan base? No question in my mind. I'd much rather be the 49ers. You got your ring last year. That's great. But the 49ers have been in this thing every time their quarterback is healthy and sometimes not. Every single year, and they're set up to continue good things in the near future. If I'm a Rams fan right now, I'm like, I don't know, call me in 2027. Maybe we'll be okay. That sounds terrible. Yeah, but you you have to also realize that you don't have draft picks, but you have the ability to make your roster better. How? Right? free agency, like you have the ability. You're not like your hands aren't tied. You don't have a draft pick that may or may not be good, right? A first-round draft pick. You don't have a first-round draft pick that may or may not be good, right? But you do have draft picks, and you do have the ability. You're in Los Angeles. You have the ability to acquire free agents. So that that – that part of it is still there. It's still viable, right? You're, you're. This is a, a this, this is L.A. 
right? So you say to yourself, I'm going to go all in to win this championship. We don't have – we didn't expect our quarterback to get hurt. We didn't expect our receivers to get hurt. We didn't expect that to happen. It happened. So you bounce back from that, right? But you don't give back the championship. I'm not asking for it back. That's not what I'm saying. I'm simply saying I'd rather my team go about it in a different way. It was so top-heavy that it was bound to topple. I mean, the, 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 yes, they got a ring. But now you have an aging, potentially damaged quarterback. It was Cooper Cup right, Cooper Cup left, Cooper Cup up the middle, Cooper Cup hurt. And, 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 and the whole thing fell immediately. And now the coach, who, by the way, has some ulterior motives, which I'll get into in just a second, now the coach is going to roll. The defensive stalwart is probably going to retire. And and so what do you do? $50 million a year, man. What do you think? You're going to give $50 million back? (laughs) You crazy? You think you're going to give up $50 million? Uh, No. Come on. Let's be be realistic, okay? okay, You think this man is about to give up $50 million? No. No, he is not. It sounds good, but that's not the case. Okay. I, 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 I know that uh, it may be even be that the Rams have, are, are going to get to the point by the end of that that they would like him to. He didn't no, play at the same no, level this year. He wasn't as good. He wasn't even close as good. Who, Dad? Yeah, yeah who, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> who, Dad? Explain Aaron to your Donald, son. Jude. We're hey, talking hey, about hey, Aaron hey, Donald. Explain to your son. <laughs> Why that statement was just rubbish. It's so funny. It's so funny. He he's eight years old. I've been doing radio his entire life, and it, it still it still thinks that the microphone only picks up my voice. Yeah, I, I, look, put him, give him a headset, put him on the show. Do you want to come talk to let's, you? From, let's have a you segment. Come over here. He knows you're smarter than I am. You want to come over here? He'll tell you everything about everybody on this football. I'm telling you. This guy does the gritty during red zone. Like, he, hey, he man, absolutely. Hey, man, I don't doubt that. Smart dad, smart kid. That's how well, it goes. Smart kid. I know that. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Yeah, I'm, listen, I get what you're saying. I just don't like when, when teams signal, especially in big markets, you signaling to your fans like, yeah, we're going to go take a break for two or three years. That's not what That's they're signaling. Tough. What they're signaling well, is, this is what they're signaling. I, they're signaling, we're happen. willing to do anything to bring a championship to you guys. Uh-huh. That's what they're Are signaling. They? Yeah. Are they? Well, we'll they see. They did. We'll see over the next few years. It was less they than did. a year yes. ago. Yeah, yeah, they did. Once. Are they going to be relevant for the next four years after that? They'll be better next year. They'll be better next year. Not saying a whole lot, but they'll be better. We'll they see got about a championship. That. Who's going to be their? Who's going to be their coach? Sean McVay not going nowhere, man. Y'all look. Don't, don't you sure? get yes. You sure? Yeah. Don't get caught I up bet, in the hype. That I'll bet you on that. Okay. I'll bet you on that, and I'll tell you why. Coming up next with Ephraim Salam and Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, y'all, that's Ephraim Salam. I'm Mark Willard. It's the Tyrac.com studios. And we can talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards or 
We can talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms apply. Okay, prediction time. Because I actually do think Sean McVay is going to go. And part of the reason I think that is because I do think the Rams rebuild is going to be long. And I don't think that Sean McVay wants his name next to that. He danced with the idea last year because maybe he saw a little bit of this coming. Now, this time he gets to explain it away. Oh, my quarterback was out. But you don't get to explain it away too many times. So here's what I think is going to happen. I think McVay is going to be gone. I think the media will incorrectly use the word retire. He'll go make a truckload of money broadcasting, but don't use the word retire because he is definitely Sean Payton, John Gruden, et cetera, et cetera. He is definitely going to coach again one day. You hit the booth where you can make unbelievable money to do next to nothing we've seen a bunch of guys do that and then you hang out in that chair as the hot name until the exact right situation with a young up-and-coming star quarterback shows up and then you pounce that's exactly what I think Sean McVay is going to do uh, because he knows right now it's just going to be blemish 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 if he sticks around for the next two to three years it's time for sean mcveigh to get out before the cops come that's what i'm thinking is about to happen no i think he'll he'll coach one more year i think he'll give him you got to remember a lot of these guys have egos man you don't want to go out like this right you don't want to go out why do you think tom brady came back and started playing again because he's addicted. Right? You, you, did you think <laughs> that he wanted to go out like that last year? Right? I, when it happened, well, but, I was like, one of his last passes was an interception. You really? I, yeah. That's how I'm going to end this this career? Except for, like, he would have gone out in what was a memorable, epic, high-scoring playoff game. Like, at a certain point, you don't have a choice. You don't think Tom Brady's going to ride off into the sun well, that's this what year, he, do you? He thinks he – the way he wants to end it is – holding that trophy again right he's held it so many times that's not an impossibility for him like it doesn't it it, it's probably never crossed his mind for him to retire not holding the trophy and therein lies the problem right like he he firmly believes that he'll if if by some miracle the Tampa Bay Buccaneers make it to the Super Bowl and they win Tom Brady will retire if they don't, he will not. We all will. <laughs> if that happens, we're all leaving. But that's how he wants his career to end. I get it, but then why am I hearing Las Vegas Raiders rumors all over the place? You, you're like telling I me said, that he's gonna... like I said, yeah. if Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers somehow win the championship, the Super Bowl, there will be no Las Vegas anything. But what if there they will don't, be, which is obviously he's the going high to, likelihood. He's going to keep going. With the Raiders, and he's going to outduel Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert? With Devontae Adams, he believes he can. And, and, and Darren Waller and Crosby <laughs> on that deep, he believes he can. Do you? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. They've all got a screw loose. Right? I mean, you have to. You have to, first of all, and I, when I say all of them, I 
talking about you too. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, all to, of us. We're right, all crazy. To, to, pl- to play the game, you're all crazy. But to do the Tom Brady stuff, I've always thought this is a next level addiction to competition. Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, the type of people where you've proven anything you could prove a hundred times over, yet you're still going to go out and do it again. And again and again and again and again. And, and you know, in the chase for having the perfect ending, let's admit, it almost never happens. Very rare. Washington Wizards. But it's also right? how rare is it to win seven Super Bowls? <laughs> so you well, got to remember, yeah. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're looking at things through the eyes of mortals. He's looking at things through the eyes of royalty, right? I want seven. How come I can't went to go out on my eighth? Mm. <laughs> right? Like two years ago, Tom Brady should have rolled off into the sunset or off the boat cruise of throwing the trophy to Gronk. Right? That should have been the end of the – right? I left – I did it without Belichick. Uh-huh. I'm gone. So now he's stuck in this endless loop of, you know, do I, how do I step away? It can't be on a pick in a playoff game. It it can't be on a a, a season where I don't make the playoff. Like, what do you do now? What's your retirement moment now? Gosh, I mean – it's not that I'm disagreeing with what you're saying, but in a certain matter of speaking, it's like, is that really like, hey man, if you've done if you've you've done all this, you're now chasing yes, the fi- essentially the, a a video. You're chasing some sort of ending he's to the story, chasing the perfect ending to a tremendous story. Ugh, I could be wrong, but I don't think that's going to happen. Doesn't seem like it. Doesn't but, seem like it, but, but then again, that is that is what yeah. that is the sentiment I get. And you and you think he's at least gonna win next week. Yes, I do. I think he'll beat Dallas. You give him any chance in Philadelphia or San Francisco no. the following week? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm with you. That that doesn't that does not seem like it's in the cards. Um you know who knows who knows what's around the bend. Plus, I, I do say truly, Philadelphia or San Francisco, because I don't know what to do with that Vikings New York Giants game. I don't know what to think. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to think right. Like the Vikings nah, should I'm could not, this I, that. I will the, not the, hitch my way to Lord, that. Lord, that team. <laughs> no I feel shot. like there's a there's a reason that just I don't know if you've seen these uh, the Pro Bowl games commercials. Like, Justin Jefferson is, like, front and center. If I were him, I'd be offended. I'd be like, wait a minute. You're telling me I'm not going to be in the Super Bowl? And I think we're like, yes, that's exactly what we're telling you. (laughs) You're not going to the Super Bowl, Justin. Hell of a player. But I don't know what to do with that team. Yeah, it's, uh, man, look, man, I, I don't know. I give the Giants just as good as a chance as as, as anybody, you, you know. As anybody. Well, in, in that game, yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, I know that uh, Vikings fans and whatnot, they feel like it's 
disrespect. Like anytime, you know, they, they went 13 and four. Mm. And, and you can be like, hold on a second. Mm. Like 13 and four, you don't do that by accident. And, and I went, okay, hold on a second though. There's a thread that runs through really good teams in the NFL. I don't like stats in a small sample, but I do when the sample is large. And there's a thread that runs through really good teams in the NFL. And it is point differential. 49ers, 173. Eagles, 133. Cowboys, 125. Chiefs, 127. Bills, 169. It's a thread. Vikings, minus three. Yeah, there's a, there's a problem there. What? <laughs> it's, it is the greatest statistical oddity in the history of the league how that team went 13-4 and four and got outscored by their opponents. Like, it's like, crazy. <laughs> like beating, beating the, the, the Colts by one score. Like beating the Cardinals by one score. Beating the Bears by one score. Beating the Saints by one score. Beating the Lions by one score. Like, like beating the Patriots by one score. None of those – none – Beating the Jets by one score. Losing to the Lions. Like, none of those are well, playoff teams. You keep saying one score. Today's win over the Bears against Nathan Peterman is only their second two-score victory yeah. of the year. Like, Nathan Peterman, how is he even still in the league? Right. You don't throw six interceptions in the first half and still <laughs> stay in the league. What is happening? <laughs> oh, gosh, it's so funny. It's so funny. All right. Um, great stuff. There's a lot to get into, not only with the game that is coming down the stretch as we speak, um, but I, I have to also hearken back to a conversation you and I had week three. We'll dive a little deeper into it. Uh, but right now, it's Steve DeSager time. Let's find out what's going on out and about. Hi, Steve. Hello. We're talking about the NFL's regular season finale at Green Bay. A Packers win will clinch the final wild card berth, and they've retaken the lead on Detroit 16-13 late third quarter in the first half. All field goals tonight. Now each team has scored a touchdown in the third. The Packers answered back by actually cashing in with a TD on a drive into opponent's territory. They'd had five such drives without a touchdown throughout the game until now. Aaron Rodgers, a 13-yard touchdown pass to Alan Lazard, set up by a spectacular 45-yard catch from Christian Watson, who has four receptions, 100 yards. Green Bay up 16-13 on Detroit. And yes, the Lions are already out of playoff consideration because Seattle won in overtime today at home 19-16 against Against the Rams, it will be Seattle or Green Bay at San Francisco next weekend. Seattle is, for the moment, still alive. Philadelphia beat the Giants. Eagles clinched the one seed in the NFC and a first-round bye. Eagles 14-3. and They led today's game in the third quarter 19 to nothing as the Giants sat some starters. Washington beat Dallas 26-6. The Cowboys had 10 first downs and 10 punts today and missed a PAT. San Francisco won its 10th straight game, 30. 8-13 over Arizona, the NFC's number two seed, the Niners. Yeah, they got that slot ahead of Minnesota due to better conference record. 
Minnesota, as you mentioned earlier, will be hosting the Giants next weekend. Minnesota won its finale 29-13 at Chicago. So the Bears finish up by losing a 10th straight game, and the Bears are in the top overall draft choice for the first time since 1947 because Houston won 32-31 at Indianapolis with a last-minute TD and a two-point conversion. Buffalo won its seventh straight game, eliminating the Patriots 35-23. Steelers are also out as Miami gets the final playoff spot in the AFC. Dolphins will play at Buffalo next weekend. Miami beat the Jets 11-6. That game was 6-6 in the final minute. Cincinnati won its eighth straight game, 27-16 over Baltimore, which committed four turnovers. Two quarterbacks were out for the Ravens due to injuries. Bengals will host Baltimore again next weekend in the postseason. Denver beat the Chargers. L.A. wide receiver Mike Williams left with a back injury, had to be helped to the team bus later. Carolina and Atlanta with victories. College football's national title game is tomorrow in L.A. In the NBA, Brooklyn's Kevin Durant left tonight's win at Miami with a knee injury. Someone fell in to him. Nets won 102-101. Phoenix lost again. The Phoenix Suns record is 20-21 and after losing at home to Cleveland, 112-98. So the Suns without Devin Booker, now 2-10. and And John Rahm won the PGA's Tournament of Champions in Hawaii. As of the 13th hole today, he was six strokes behind. Colin Morikawa tied the PGA Tour record by losing the largest 54-hole lead at six shots. Second place earned him $1.5 million, but first place in this tournament gives you as much as most of the majors. John Rahm took home $2.7 million. In other words, the collapse in the final holes by Morikawa over what, an hour? Cost him over $1 million. Back to you. Mm. Well, that's one of those things, like when somebody comes home, they're like, look how much money I saved. And they've got three bags over their arms. Like, well, wait a minute. How do you look at it, right? Did you did you spend or did you save? Sure, Colin Morikawa lost $1.2 million. He also, he also made $1.5 million or whatever it was. So that's not the worst day. That's not so bad. Mm. <laughs> oh, hey, I've been meaning to ask you this all night. Live from the Tyrac.com studios, Mark Willity from Salam. Uh, Chiefs ring around the rosy. Disrespectful or awesome? It was awesome and disrespectful at the same time. <laughs> awesome for fans, disrespectful for the sport. Uh, why? <laughs> why? You don't do that, man. I mean, that's just – Why? I get it. Them having a defensive lineman run like like – they just out. They really don't care. They out here doing oh, anything, gosh. man. Seriously. Well, I got. So That's many how questions. dangerous. First That's all, how dangerous they are. Ooh. They they don't even care. They just coming up with stuff. They're drawing stuff in the sand. Okay. What does that even do? What is it like? I mean, is it just because it's so weird? The defense is like, what's happening? Well, what did it even do? It, they got a touchdown. though. I mean, they would have had a touchdown well, right. if. if you know, they didn't have the penalty. to tackle. Right. Right? So, right. you know, it's, <laughs> bro, they, they're, they're proving to you they could do anything. They could do anything. Um, it's fun to have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, it appears. Yes, I, I, I get this. But I'm always fascinated by the way players react in, in certain situations, especially that. That was not – showboating success the play hadn't even happened yet you know baseball pitchers get all bent out of shape someone's staring at a home run too long or whatever 
Um, I don't know. You guys are all very well aware that you're entertainers. And if it's great for fans and it's not breaking any rules or breaking any hearts, what's the big deal? Yeah, no. But why? I, Other than I, I get that it's it's against our sensibilities, but then what? But you know, why are our sensibilities the way they are? I, I mean, I, I I get it. Look, I get it. I love celebration. I love all of the, the that stuff and all of that. But it just was out of place. Ring around the pole. Like, just think think about it. We're in the middle of a football game. Right, that's like that's right. like the boxer in the boxing ring who starts to pop, lock, pop and lock, and you, you you know what I mean? Break out into the electric slide and, and right. You, you see yeah, what I'm like a flash mob. You're like, wait a minute, we're at the mall. What are you doing right now? It's like I don't know, but I mean, but no. that, but, so but hold on. You've now said three times something's wrong with it, but you can't tell me exactly what. It you're just like it's no, out, it's out of no. place. No, <laughs> so what? It's out of place. That's my answer. It's but, out of but, place. But, but why has everything got to be in its place? Hey, because things need structure. Huh. A world without structure is chaos. Ask Bane. I don't know. Like you think I'm afraid okay, you of got, the dark? My, you think my the man, dark is your you, ally? You merely. You got, <laughs> I was raised in the dark. You got young boys in your home. You cannot tell me that everything has its place and it always has to stay there. Like you think. <laughs> Right? I mean, the tree gets moved sometimes. And that's okay. Chaos. <laughs> Today? I like chaos sometimes. I know you do. You're an agent yeah. of chaos. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. It was a chaotic couple of weeks without you. Your son is going to be like, what is chaos, Dad? What is, what is he talking about? Seriously. Dude, do you know what chaos is? You do? He's like, of course. Yeah, he just says, yeah. It's like, of course. Yeah, I, 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 I specialize in it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what is he, eight? Damn chaos. It's, yes, exactly. Yeah, I have an eight-year-old. I know <laughs> that he knows what chaos <laughs> is. <laughs> he doesn't know what it is. He sure does know how to cause it. Yeah, he does. Um, okay. All right. Uh, predictions that weren't coming up next. Plus, I do. We got to get a quick LeBron question from you or for you on the way out the door um, with Ephraim Salam, Mark Willard. This is Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Fielded at the four by Hines. Coming straight up the middle to the 20. Cuts it back at the 25. He's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40. 50. Down to the 40. 35. 30. 20. 15. 10. 5. Touchdown. Naheem Hines. 96 yards. Run, run as fast as you can. You're not catching Hines. He's your end zone man. Buffalo on the board with the first play from scrimmage. That is from WGR and the Bills Radio Network, and it was the progressive play of the day, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Wow. That little bit of emotional play. Bills come back out on the field. Everybody's saluting and doing a special tribute to DeMar Hamlin. And then, boom, touchdown, 96 yards to open the game. Pretty cool. I felt myself uh, get a little teary-eyed there. No joke. No joke. Seriously, I was like, okay, well, get it together. That That was emotional, man. Perfect way for that to start. I don't for I forget who it was that homered for the Marlins after the Fernandez boating accident a number of years ago. The very next day, the Marlins go out and play, and whoever it was was you know was one of his best friends on the team, and he kind of was having a hard time gathering himself as he got to the plate. He was in tears, and then he hit one over the fence. And if I remember correctly, it was a player who homers like two or three times a year. Right, right. Like, they're, they're, they're just, there are these moments in sports where you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, what, what, what is happening? D. Gordon, thank you. What is happening from above right now? Yeah, it's, uh, hey, man, sometimes, you know, whatever you believe in, you know, spirituality, the, you know, the universe, God, it, sometimes, you know, it shines down on us, and and it, it creates a special moment, you know? No doubt about it, man. No doubt about it. Um, all right, we're, uh, we're heading into the playoffs, and um, we, uh, we have to take you from just a moment to, uh, to take a look at a, one other sport, just, just one other sport. And, and speaking of playoffs, I, I don't know if your Lakers are going to get there or not. We'll, well see. First of all, we got a long way to go. So don't be prognosticating this far out. A bit of the halfway point. It's not, even, well, it's not even the all-star listen, break yet. It's, it's, it's deep enough in the season to have some hurt feelings. That's, that's for sure. Because this is from The Athletic and a conversation between reporters and LeBron James uh, just within the week. Um, the question was, is that conversation with ownership and management evolving about the roster and everything going on with the team? 
Uh, quote, I'm working. I don't have time. We're playing every other day, three out of four nights. I don't have time to be dot, dot, dot. Right, but we've got cell phones, he's asked. We can call people. Quote, listen, I'm doing my job. That's all I can do. But LeBron, how's your patience level? Is that aspect of this situation tugging at you? Quote, they're doing what they feel is best for the franchise. Well, LeBron, how do you feel oh about that? Oh, my gosh. I'm doing what's best for my guys in the locker room. That's all I can worry about. I'll let y'all dot, dot, dot. He walks away and then shouts from the other room. Y'all know what the bleep should be happening. I don't need to talk. The perception has always been that LeBron is to blame when the roster isn't working because it's LeBron who put the roster together. Yeah, I, I, and, and you know, if as a GM you allow someone other than yourself and the president and the owner to put a roster together, then shame on you. <laughs> that's just the, that's, that's the bottom line. Shame on you. If that's what is happening and if that's what you allow it to happen, then shame on you. Right? LeBron wanted to trade Russell uh, at the uh, – the, uh, Trade deadline last year, and they said, no, this is what you wanted. You guys figure it out. And I think that's the stance that they're taking right now. And say what you want, the Lakers are getting better without Anthony Davis. That's true. And so I'm, you know, excited about – you know, players playing above what was expected of them. We got guys on the team that are, you know, grinding out. Patrick Beverly finally found his shot. So now there's more attitude on the defensive end. Uh, it, it's, 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 you know, Russell Westbrook is, is a breath of fresh air most of the time coming off the bench. He still is just loosey-goosey with the ball. Austin Reeves <laughs> is the, the great white hype. You know, it, it, it just – Thomas Bryant, to me, in replace of AD, is the, the, the team's MVP because he has yeah, just been good. blossomed. That's been good. So when AD mm-hmm. does come back, we have these guys who played these <laughs> – uh, exactly – uh, these heavy minutes <laughs> and has and and have been productive that we might have a shot at this thing <laughs> at least to you play make the playoffs you know you know <laughs> why I'm laughing you know why I'm I know. laughing I know just in the last two years how many times oh, has the God. phrase when AD oh, does I know, come back man I know I'm trying to spend <laughs> how many, look and, and how and, many and, times and I didn't I didn't even uh, m- mention uh, Schroeder <laughs> And his, uh, you know, I mean, he's shooting almost 70% from three uh, the the last few games. So, uh, you know, look, man, we're trying to figure this thing out. Winners are five in a row. We're, you know, six out of the last seven. Hey, we're we're trying. Tell you what. Tell you what. I'm glad you're trying. Uh, You know, as does Yoda, that there is no try. (laughs) You do or do not. Kind of like the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Do you do you remember making fun of me week three when I said they had a shot to win the division? Do you remember that? Yeah, I or do. No? I do remember making. Okay, fun. I do. <laughs> Which is fine. You you you're welcome to. You're my partner. You're my friend. You can make fun of me whenever you I want. Will, I do. will. I will do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But the Jags are. Uh, what have what did they won five in a row? Six of seven. Yeah, right? man. Yes. Sounded to me like you thought they were going to win again next week, they, too. I do, they, they, I do believe they are. Yeah. yeah. They are dangerous. Um, if you're the 49ers, we got like uh, 20 seconds. Packers, Seahawks, or doesn't matter? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I it doesn't matter. You're right. Yeah, seven and a half to go. It's a tight game. It could be Packers. It could be Seahawks. But it very well. The, the Packers are melting down right now. Yeah, they are. A little personal foul action. Welcome uh, back, hey brother. Bookend. Happy New Year. Great to be with you. And we'll do it again next week. I promise. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 